Welcome to Commune, a global wellness community and online course platform featuring some of the world's greatest teachers. We are on a mission and have been now for three and a half years to inspire and heal, to pass down wisdom, and to hopefully bring the world closer together. So today's episode is an excerpt from my friend Biet Simkin's breathwork and meditation course that we filmed and released on Commune. Now, if you enjoy the lesson and meditation today, I encourage you to register for Biet's free masterclass, Awaken Your Inner Mind. Just go to onecommune.com slash Biet. That's O-N-E, commune.com, B-I-E-T, to sign up for a time to watch. A lack of follow-through is a very human trait. We often get started on a project and then we stall out. So today you will learn more about the law of success, which can help you push forward in times of uncertainty and doubt. Biet will then offer a 10-minute meditation in which you'll discover and dissolve your blocks to success. So I hope you enjoy your time with the ever-fascinating and insightful Biet Simkin. My name is Jeff Krasno, and welcome to Commune. So in the work that I teach, and this is described in my book, Don't Just Sit There, there's laws that govern the universe. And the way that this works is that when you're on planet Earth, these laws affect us. They push down on us, similarly to how gravity does. And one of my favorite laws to study is the law of seven, which is also called the law of success. I'm going to describe it to you so that you have an understanding. I think as humans, we have a tendency to get started on something and just stop or get started on something and not be able to follow through. So this law really, really helps with that. And I found that for me, learning this law allowed me to push forward and understand what I needed to do in those moments where it really felt like it wasn't going to work out. So the law of seven works like this. And I'm going to use a musical scale to describe it to you. So in a musical scale, there's seven notes. And you repeat, it's called an octave, right? So it's do, re, mi, uh, do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, si, do, or ti, do, depending on which way you read it. So it's do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, si, do. So inside of an octave, there's the first interval and the second interval. So I'm going to go ahead and break these into pieces to describe how the law of seven is working in your life. So first there's do, re, mi. Do, re, mi is the stage of your endeavor where you get really excited. So it would be like that moment where you have the most amazing script idea and you're like, I'm going to write a screenplay about this. And if you're at a party or you're at a dinner, you're probably speaking really loudly about how excited you are about this script idea you have. Another example of do, re, mi would be, let's say you generally eat a pretty heavy diet, but you decide you're going to go paleo or keto. And so do, re, mi is that phase where you buy books about keto, you start following Instagram posts about keto, and you buy some ingredients, and maybe you start doing some recipes at home. So do re mi is when you're just like really revved up and excited about that process. Not much has happened yet in do re mi, it's more of like the inspiration phase, okay? So after do re mi, which by the way is where most people live their entire life. So 
and not to be really dismal, but do re mi is where we spend a lot of our life if we're not aware of how this law is affecting us. So we'll get really excited about the diet, but we won't follow through with the diet. Or we'll get really excited about the screenplay we're going to write, but we won't actually write a screenplay or learn how to write screenplays. So this is where do re mi comes into play. It's about being inspired, being really excited about something, but then not being able to follow through. Why? Why can't you follow through? It's because of the first interval. And the first interval in the Law of Seven is where there's a pause, there's a rest. And it's kind of um, the way that it's portrayed in our lives is just small difficulties. So either like you'll get a cold or a flu or um, something will happen where your work will just pick up and you'll have to do way more at work than you usually do. Or um, you'll be at a barbecue and someone will offer you a burger with a bun and you'll be like, you know what? F this diet. So that's kind of how it happens. It's just a small difficulty in the first interval. And you would think like this isn't that big a deal, but it is enough to completely detour us to another direction. So it really comes down to understanding what is your goal? Are you clear about your goal? And if if your goal is clear to you, how can you move this through this first interval? So the first interval is just small difficulties. So to me, just getting through those first, first small difficulties is all about coming into ourselves through breath, through meditation, and through all the tools that I'm giving you inside this course. When you do that, you'll be able to move through that first little difficulty. And that, that'll be good because there's more difficulties coming and I'll tell you more about that in a second. So after that, if you can move through the initial difficulties, you move into something called Faso La. And Faso La is called foundation and nectar. So it'll be like the point in your life where, you know, let's say in Do Re Mi, you discovered, wow, I make a mean cupcake. So in Faso La, you've like created a cupcake company and maybe you even have like some people coming into the shop and you have an Instagram with some followers, like this is exciting stuff. So this is Fasola, it's a sweet point. It's not the point of completion, uh, which is in Sido, but it is like a sweet spot and you know you've done something that's different from Do Re Mi, right? It sets you apart from the Do Re Mi that you once felt or the Do Re Mi that you see around you from maybe competitors or other people doing similar things. After you reach this Fasola stage, you get to what is called the second interval. And the second interval is, it's called the law of impossibility. So it basically says your dreams are never going to happen. You are a giant failure and everything you touch turns to crap. Have you ever felt that way? I know I have. And that's because the second interval is a beautiful, delicious ingredient. If you think about it, no film that's ever been made gets made without this second interval. Any film you've ever seen about a sporting event will have these phases inside of it. It'll have the phase of, oh my God, this team really sucks, but we're going to put them to bat anyway, and then you push forward, and then they're kind of playing, but they kind of suck, but they're out there playing. But to get them to be the point where they win the match at the end of the movie, there's got to be some really hardcore thing that happens. You know what I mean? Like where the main player gets in a motorcycle accident, or someone dies, or there's a huge heartbreak or a breakup. So that's the second interval. The second interval is meant to really test you. When you reach the second interval, you feel like you're going to die. And there's a lot of things that come into play, sometimes internal, sometimes external. So if it's internal, you may have a nervous breakdown. You may 
you may develop an illness. You may feel like you're afraid all the time. You may uh, feel like you're in doubt all the time. But if it's external, which it often becomes external or is portrayed in our lives as external, it could be an event, an inciting incident. So sometimes the cupcake shop will burn down or sometimes things will become so impossible for you to move forward. You'll be betrayed by friends. Someone will die. Uh, you know, horrible things will come to pass and you'll think to yourself, well, how can I finish this thing in the face of this? And that's when we really need to go even deeper into that spiritual zone. And so it's interesting because it's kind of external and internal. The do-re-mi, the fa-sa-la, and the si-do are all phases that are happening externally, whereas the intervals happen internally. It's when we go inside to almost be reborn. So it's almost like a caterpillar to a butterfly feeling, like you have to go in and become bug soup. And again, you'll need to really reach complete humility to do this. And it's so counterintuitive because you're gonna wanna be like, I'm amazing, I can do anything. But it's actually remembering that you are not amazing and you can do nothing. It's that remembrance that will get you to a place where you're actually capable of doing anything. Because I have found in my life that it isn't me that does the great things in my life. It is definitely a force that I am just blessed to behold. And so in those intervals, it is so important that I get on my knees and I say, look, whatever you are, I don't know what this is, but I can't do this. So you want to have it done? You do it. You finish this because I can't. And if we can truly be humble and truly buck down and get on our knees and really say like, you take this, you take this game, you take this diet, you take this life and you do with it what you will. We get to a thing called SIDO and SIDO is completion. It is a state where you are a master artist or a master musician or a master sportsman. You are someone who is created on such a high level but at the same time, you have these humility points, which are these intervals. And if you're lucky, you'll keep to it with those intervals forever and ever, because the worst thing is someone who's drank their own Kool-Aid. You know what I mean? So you really want to stay close to those intervals and stop blaming them and shaming them. We live this life where we're told that the best thing is to succeed and to have all the money, all the wealth, all the fame. But I actually think that it is also in those integral points where we remember that we are nothing and that we must humble ourselves, those are incredible points too. And rather than being selective, we can have the whole picture and live inside the law of success forever. Join me in a meditation about success. It is so important before we begin to remember that your success is very important, not just to you, but to the entire world, and not to diminish that with spiritual terms or ideas. Let's begin, gently closing the eyes, noticing how you feel, feeling your seat, and taking a deep breath in through the nose, and release.
And another deep breath in. And release. And I want you to just feel into your vision. Maybe it's clear to you. You know exactly what you came to this planet to do. You know you, what you came here to be. Or maybe it's more of a feeling. You don't know what it is, but you know exactly what it will feel like. Either way, I want you to move into that feeling. Breathing deeply through the nose. And releasing. Visualizing anything that stands in the way of your success. Seemingly stands in the way of your success. I want you to see each thing. Maybe it's the way you were raised. Maybe it's certain people, places or things in your life that don't match up. I want you to see every obstacle now. Take a moment to observe. And like a lion, I want you to just gaze at these seeming blocks. Deep breath. And then I want you to imagine yourself kneeling down as if in prayer, in a traditional way. And just kneeling down before a sky, imagining the canopy of stars above you, shooting ones too. And imagine yourself asking, say with the mind's eye in your meditation, Please help me. I do not know how to move forward past these blocks. Can you? Deep breath in. Feel yourself already inside of a state where things happen differently. Remember, when you're living inside your mind, everything will feel very difficult. The same exact blocks, when moved into this state, won't feel difficult at all. They'll easily disappear. As you see them disappearing, sort of like a miracle. Move into that. Deep breath in. And feel yourself arriving. See the clothes you are wearing. Notice what is beneath your feet. What do your hands look like? Look around. Who is with you? 
When you arrive, you know exactly who your friends are. <laughs> I remember when I was afraid to become who I am. I thought, well, how will I know who my friends are if I am super successful? Maybe I'll think they're just using me. But when you get to this place, you're no longer operating on a level where you would ever not know something like that. You know exactly who your friends are. Because you know exactly who you are. Feel yourself accomplishing this thing. And again, maybe you see it exactly. Or maybe you just feel it as a feeling. Now move yourself into that feeling with a deep breath. Feel what it's like to have created this thing, to have completed this thing, to be triumphant. I'm going to give you some words that you may be feeling right now. Lucky. Powerful. Triumphant. Proud. Resourceful. Finally, whole, realized. And feel all of those words. You have become those things. Successful, completed. And as you feel yourself in those amazing words, I want to make the point. If you cannot feel those words now, then they cannot be born inside of you. Deep inhale. Feeling is the secret. You need to be able to lean into these feelings. Birth happens backwards with success. It isn't getting the reward, winning the award, getting the millions or billions of dollars. That doesn't come first. First comes this feeling. So let's take another breath. Remembering that this feeling comes from something that is bigger than the blocks that you saw at the beginning of this meditation. There is in fact nothing on this planet larger than the thing from which this comes from. Your luck.
your success comes from this. And nothing can stop you. Repeat after me with the mind's eye. Nothing can stop me. Because it is not me that is being stopped. With yourself still kneeling down before this beautiful presence, raise your hands into the air with the mind's eye, or literally, and just say thank you. Thank you so much for all that I have received and achieved. I am so honored and I am so grateful. Thank you. Maybe there's a radiant feeling inside your fingertips at this time. Just enjoy. As it comes into you, bring it close to your heart. And then gently wiggling the fingers and toes, opening the eyes and coming back into your space. I'm glad we went there together. Very few people go, both in this world and in the real one. But know that these two go hand in hand. Thanks for listening. As always, feel free to email me at jeffk at onecommune.com or follow me on Instagram at Jeff Krasma. And make my mom proud. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That's all from the commune for this week. My name is Jeff Krasno, and I am here for you.